0: Hello there. You are listening to the Light FM's Girl Talk podcast brought to you by the Stoner Group. Thank you so much for listening today. My name is Carol.
1: This is Alicia. Hey, I'm Tricia.
0: And today we are going to dive into the world of are we pushing our kids too hard? Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. in the news recently, there has been a story about parents who have um, used money to buy privilege for their children to get an education somewhere where they ordinarily wouldn't be able to get into, which strikes me as completely funny because that's the way my mind works, number one. Number two, why would you pay for an education for a child who cannot pass the classes right? to get a degree where they can't do a job?
2: <laughs> I mean, that just seems like... Set little up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. It's the, pressure. the Is, pressure. You think that's it? Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And from their perspective, I mean, the, the news stories are all these wealthy families, some very famous, mm-hmm. felt the need. To assist their children and more than assist. I mean, the story. I was going to say, you're being awfully politically are rampant correct. About, you know, yeah. They didn't even fill out their own application. No. They are they're playing on sports teams that they they've they never performed the sport in their life. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
1: Faces <laughs> photoshopped onto sport pictures.
2: Really? Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Like they, they get to the team and they're like, well, they've nev- never, never. Played crew, or they never were on the swim. T- they've never swam before. Sure. Russia has either. <laughs> oh, crew. Right. I don't know a whole lot
1: about it. <laughs> That's
2: all right, At least you didn't try to get into college. Right? That's exactly right. 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 <laughs> but uh, you, you know what is in your head to think okay, I need to help my kid get there. Is it because they were famous and they felt that their spotlight was on them, or is, do we all have a little of that in us? Yeah, status, right? Status
1: for the parents, status for the kids. That's. I think that probably prompts a lot of that. But I saw a quote from someone, and this one just kind of hit me. It said, "You know, the saddest part about this is that they were—they're basically showing their kids that they don't believe in them."
2: I know that's the sad part. Oh gosh, you yeah. know,
1: because the kids are like, "Oh, I, I couldn't do it on my own. You had to kind of pay my way." Mm. I'm not sure if that's how the kids are taking it. I don't know, but, but. That's the problem with when we pave the way for our kids is that it shows them we don't trust you to do it for yourself.
2: Well, they didn't even try to do it on their own. Well,
1: here's the thing.
0: And, and I've, I I will go ahead and, you know, put this out there that I've been guilty of this as well. I think we try to protect our kids from failure.
2: Yes. Yes, of course. 100%. And that's where the whole
0: participation trophy comes in, yes. you know. But I have learned some of my greatest lessons in failure. Mm -hmm. In my life Mm -hmm. And so as I look Mm -hmm. back on that And I had I I think I may have told this story On Girl Talk before But um, a couple years ago Many years now My my daughter was learning How to roller skate Mm Mm-hmm And I realized I am not a roller skater. I don't know if you can tell that by looking at me or not, but
2: I'm not a roller skater. Okay.
0: So um, I realized that in helping her try to learn how to roller skate, my job wasn't to teach her how to roller skate. My job was to teach her how to fall. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's part of our job as parents, to teach them how to deal with when you don't make the team, when you don't get what you had worked so hard for and It makes us uncomfortable because we just want to fix it. But are we cheating our kids out of something more valuable in life when we don't let them fail? Mm
2: -hmm. Or I think uh, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And and I think that's hard as a parent to watch your kid fail. Sure. And how do you pick them up and help them to get back up? But I also think, too, is teaching them to have drive on their own because Mm. Today, kids have a lot of things that we didn't have our kids. You know, I think every generation tries to make their life for their kids easier than they had it. There was something in your own life that you struggled with and you don't want to see your kids struggle with the same thing. So you right. want to try to make it easier. Yes. And then it gets to the point in some families where there is no hardship at all, like these wealthy families that are mm-hmm. that are in the news where they have every resource at their disposal. And so there is no grit or Working hard ethic to get there on their own. Yeah. And so that's what I hope my kids just want to get somewhere on their own merit and working hard. Yeah. And it's it's a hard it's a very hard struggle and a hard balance as a parent.
0: Let me tell you, because we were talking about doing this on Girl Talk, I, I was you know had my radar up, and there was an article in USA Today that said a new a new poll conducted by the New York Times showed that parents don't stop handling things for their kids when they become adults. Oh. Like, we don't stop removing obstacles to child frustration or defeat, thus, you know, earning ourselves the moniker of snowplow or lawnmower parents, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's big. So, um, but, it, but it looked at, at, at people 18 to 28. It said 76% reminded their adult children of deadlines they need to meet, including schoolwork. 74% made appointments for them, including doctor's appointments. This is people this is say that 18 again? to 28.
2: Still They're making appointments for
0: them? Yes. 74% of parents still make p- appointments for their kids <laughs> 18 <laughs> to 28.
2: You can see my eyes right now. Well, I
1: heard about, you know, there's been a trend where parents are going with their adult oh, kids to that. job yeah. interviews. Which
2: is absolutely insane. <laughs> Saying hello.
0: <laughs> can you imagine? No. I mean, can you imagine that this day in time? I mean, it's happening this it's day in time. But-, but I like I look back and think, I mean, they would have hired my mom, no question. <laughs> they would have said, you know, you have the job, your kid, not so much. <laughs> but listen to this: fifteen percent of parents admitted that this is with parents with kids in college that they had texted or called them
1: to wake them up so they didn't sleep through mm. a class or a test.
2: Um, yeah, I can, I, I've heard those stories. I'm yeah. telling
1: you, I struggle with this. I really do. And I think to myself, well, I don't have that kind of money, so I could never bribe, you know, to get my kids into the right college. But I have done my own share of this before. Like this year, the beginning of this school year, I was so concerned because one of my sons was going into a school and in this particular classroom that he was in, none of his friends were in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I literally was planning calling the principal to see if I could get him switched into a classroom with his friends Mm -hmm. because I so desperately was concerned about him being in this class without people he knew and oh how he's going to have a hard time he's going to have a hard time finding people to sit with at lunch and I mean I literally had to had to stop myself from doing this I was going to do it and I was even asking him I said well what class would you like to be in (laughs) and he said to me mom stop
2: oh good really he
0: did
1: he did, and I—that yes, I,
2: is—that it should
0: prove to you that you're doing
2: a good job. Yeah. Oh well, I know, right? That's yeah. a good thing a that God God able really to do that. No, absolutely. What
1: I and I prayed about it. Really, I do. I remember I was walking. I had my headphones on. I was listening to music, and I was praying, and I felt God saying, "You can't save him from this. Yeah. He's got to go through it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so after that, I just sort of pulled back, but. You know, and it's
0: been a harder year for him, but he's he's okay. Okay, but let me let, let's let's drill down a little bit deeper. This is it because we as parents um, are afraid that their failure might say something about us.
1: Oh, I think there's some piece of that.
0: Yeah, uh, for me there is, and I have had to consciously because I was very athletic. When I was in in school, Mm -hmm. I played every single sport I could. If I could have played all the sports, I probably would have. (laughs) You know, I was just very an active kid. I know you find that hard to believe, but I was just, you know, all over the place. But my daughter, she likes to do dance. And so I would love for her to play basketball because I'm a basketball freak. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't care anything about it. And so I've consciously had to make myself say, if she doesn't want to, I'm hands off. Well, you
2: want to be, there's certain things like you want to be the soccer mom, (coughs) but your kids don't like soccer or you want to be this and and your kids don't want to do that. And you're like, well, this, they need to do something. How do you get them to do something? Mm -hmm. And some, some things I think are important, like being active. So in our family, one of our struggles is sports Mm -hmm. because neither of my children are like huge sports fanatics Mm -hmm. and how do we keep them active if they don't want to participate in a team sport? And yeah. I think there's a lot you can learn in a team sport. Sure. It's um, true. So we've had we've struggled with that. And, yeah. And how much do we push them and how much do we let them choose something different? And um, there's all kinds of dynamics with with sports and doing them and not doing them. Right. And we haven't quite figured it out well, yet. Well, I was going
1: to say, what have you chosen? How have you handled so, it?
2: Well, um, we we have chosen to do different types of sports that are more inclusive with that have things with their friends. Mm-hmm. So we we did not have a good experience with like the community sports team. The leadership just wasn't there. The, right. the coaching and training wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So they both had really terrible experiences and didn't like that sport. So okay. we gave up like a total sport. Uh-huh. So I kind of looked and we experienced with different sports and found something that they did like. Um and then just kind of trying to make the, if they're not in a sport, trying to get them to be active and be outside or do the treadmill or something like that. And, yeah. But even that gets hard sometimes. Yeah. 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 And then we, you know, at some point I do have to kind of give up and say, you know what? It's just not a sports kid. Yeah. And there's other things that they're good at. And actually my son said something the this weekend. Um, he's got a lot of different talents, a lot of different mm-hmm. interests, and we're trying to think ahead of, like, what is he going to be when right. he grows up and how right. can we lead him in that direction and, and how do what resources do I have to help him get to the school that would help him the most? Right. And um, I, I've always said, I'm like, hey, you would be great at writing songs for movies. He's very musical, very yeah. creative. He loves to write. He hates to sing. Mm-hmm. I was like, you could write movie music, soundtracks yeah. for mm-hmm. music, and you that's would cool. be amazing, and you could be a millionaire, and I could retire. <laughs> and he's like, that's that's kind of interesting, but I don't think I want to do that. And then his aunt said something about, hey, you you should be a structural engineer. And he goes, you know, everyone's coming up to me telling me what I should be when I grow mm-hmm. up, but they're not really things I'm interested in. Wow. And I was kind of like took a took a pause and a step back and I'm like, okay, I need to kind of reevaluate and yeah. keep yeah. giving him ideas and encouraging him in different things. Yeah, Um, But I sometimes think we do pigeonhole kids and we're like, okay, this is the track you're on and you're going to do this and you have to be the best and we're going to get you into the best school because that's what you are going to do.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I find it so hard when the kids don't want to do what we did, just like exactly Mm -hmm. what you said. Mm -hmm. They're different than we are. They've got pieces of us in them. But they got different interests, and And each kid is different. Well,
0: well, and even when that comes to academics too, I had Mm. to. I mean, academics in my in my house growing up, like that was the most important thing. Like that was, sports came second. Academics was first, and like I really push myself to you know and I have to realize that my kid may not always make the same grades I made mm-hmm. and she may not extend it and, and really learning has completely changed from the time that I was in yeah, school it's it's true. you know yeah.
2: well this, I have a friend who's a, a math teacher she's amazing mm-hmm. at math she loves math but her daughter struggles with that mm-hmm. particular subject she's there like, you go yeah it's hard for me yeah I just don't
1: know. Anyway. Well, when we push, I think we're pushing them in the direction we want them to go versus allowing them to make some choices. Or at least that's that's the case for me. Like I begged, bribed, (laughs) cajoled (laughs) my children into tennis lessons because I played tennis, Uh, you know, and that kind of thing. And one of them wants to, the other one doesn't. I guess the one wants to. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to ask him after this. But, this, is this is a good thought, but yeah. it's it, it is interesting. The idea of are we pushing our kids? Maybe we don't have to push them so hard if it's the right direction. Right. Well,
2: and the other thing I have noticed is things are happening younger and younger and younger. Mm-hmm. In middle school now, you can take classes that for high school credit.
0: Not only are you taking high school credit courses, but they're pushing you in a direction mm-hmm. like for the rest of your life. Y'all, yeah. I had two years of college under my belt and I Before still don't know you, I, I know. don't
2: know that I know what I want to be when I grow up. Right right. Right now. People still <laughs> can't change careers multiple times <laughs> yeah, as adults. It's true. But then it and that it's leads true. to SATs are being taken yep. in middle school and mm-hmm. preparation for mm-hmm. that can start in elementary school and and then where do you Uh-oh. fit in and you're like Oh, my gosh, we haven't done that yet. Right. And are we going to be behind? behind. So we're working to get our our kids ahead. And then it it creates this ripple effect for every other person, including ourselves, Mm -hmm. of where are we on that
1: line? Continuum. Well, you're making me think, what is my motive? Mm. What is my motive? What's my motive for getting them into tennis or pushing them to take some prep course or, you know, some camp? Some science camp, or something like that, what is my motive for that that's I think that's a decent question to ask well, yourself. absolutely
2: well, and that's why I think this whole issue right now with the colleges is a big deal because I think ultimately parents are thinking I need to get my kid into a certain school, but is that really i have and then that's been hard for me because i just i do I want my kids to be able to go to school wherever they want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get into yeah. it's hard to get into regular colleges, let alone like elite schools.
1: Sure.
2: And I wanna do whatever I can to help them without doing it for them. But if I have resources and I know things that can help them get to where they wanna go, I wanna provide that to an extent. I mean, they have to do the work. But I think that it just everyone gets caught up in I mean, I just I don't even look forward to the days when when we look to okay, it's time to go to college, and then where are the where where's everyone going? They put the list in the yeah, you know they distribute the list of oh we've got so many kids going to this school and so many kids going to this school mm-hmm. and parents what if post kids...
0: an acceptance letters on you know social mm-hmm. yeah oh oh yeah. yeah letters come and
2: parents yeah. oh, post right. them that's right. And what if your child decides they don't want to go to school, yeah. or they didn't get or a into trade. school, or d- does a trade? Yeah, yeah, which is valuable, sure. But how do you, as a parent, feel about that? Yeah. And how do we, how do we reconcile what our dreams might be with what our mm-hmm. kids' dreams might be, or what they need?
0: I think you landed on it right there. Mm-hmm. I think you said it before. What is our motive behind? Because really, at the end of the day, you don't want to remove those huge life lessons. Like mm-hmm. I said before, I've learned some of my most valuable lessons um, from failure. And mm-hmm. uh, I can say that both, both as a child and as an adult, yeah. you know, um, and so don't remove those, but really ask yourself, what is my motive behind this, mm-hmm. and then be honest with yourself about the answer. Because I think we can say, I just want to help my child get the be, be the best <laughs> they can be, and that sounds great, and it's good for a poster, but if it's not <laughs> the truth, then you're just going to be mm-hmm. frustrated for the rest of your life. So. If you got thoughts on this, we'd love to hear from you. Obviously, we don't have it all figured out yet. Yeah. So if you have the answers, so, please write us. We'd love answer. to hear from you. You can email us at girltalk at lightfm.org We also want to say a great big thank you to our sponsor, The Stoner Group, um, for being a part of what we're doing here at Girl Talk. And uh, once again, just want to mention that you can share this podcast. We'd love for you to share it. Also, we have a Facebook page. Tell them how to get yeah, there. If
2: you go to the lightfm.org and go click on our Facebook icon, you can get through to our Girl Talk Girlfriends of the Girl Talk Podcast. You can also look in the show notes, and I'll have a link down there, too.
0: Yep, yeah, it's uh, an exclusive group of gals that... Uh, We ask questions from time to time and get your thoughts on what the next podcast needs to be. So thank you so much for doing that. We'll see you next time right here on the Girl Talk Podcast.